and he mentioned how he wanted to be pegged. And I was like, what? <laughs> I am super into fraternity porn. Fuck me up, right? It's problematic and it's awful. But I like it, so here I am. I don't know, I just found it so sexy where I can like listen to someone else and be forced to do what someone else says. And he starts like pulling out, he pulls out like the mom's dildo and he starts fucking the son with the dildo. Wow. And I was like, that's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our second Hard and Soft Short. Today's episode is about kinks, and we're going to hear it from actual college students. Woo! So we talked to Mir on Sunday, and that was great, but we figured that we should talk to students, UC Berkeley kids, who might be kinky or otherwise very into other things. Things that we don't get enough representation, things that you don't see on, like, girls or whatever. Yeah, we're talking to other Berkeley students that do things that aren't fucking vanilla. Shit that normally you don't see in porn unless you search for it specifically. And things that might be in porn but other people might be too ashamed to talk about. We have Yancy on the show today. She's a fourth year MCB GWS double major. She works for the Berkeley Free Clinic and she's a bad binge. Hi, Yancy. Hi. (laughs) So we're really happy that you're here to talk about some kinky shit. Ooh, I'm excited. So let's get started. Why don't you like air out some of that dirty laundry for us? What? Some of that kinky laundry. Yeah, what are let's you into? Okay, let's start very basic line, spanking. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love spanking. And you got to hear it. You got to make sure that ass claps. Like, don't. <laughs> no, none of that little like likes shit. I like I like to be spanked hard. Like, leave a red mark, please. You like the bruises the next morning? Oh, I'm very easily bruised, so yes. I'm also into something new, um, fisting. For those who don't know what fisting is, can you explain it? Can you define it? Can you provide a little bit of context as to what it is? Okay, so basically fisting is, for me specifically, it's vaginal fisting. So it's the actually inserting an entire hand inside of the vagina. It's a new thing that I'm trying out. Um, And so far, I like it and I want to go further into it. You mean it go further into you? Like, what's the status? Like, <laughs> No, okay. So I figured out that I liked being submissive when I was giving a blowjob. I was like, hmm, I've always seen this in porn. Like, make me go on my knees. And I was like, okay, let's see how this works out. Like, my knees are going to hurt, whatever. <laughs> um, and then I did it. And I was like, wow, this power dynamic turns me on so much. And I'm not the one that's like receiving pleasure it's like i'm giving pleasure but the fact that i was like Mm. giving pleasure and he was getting really off on it i was just like fuck i'm getting off like this this is good and then i use it for like when i'm masturbating i'm like that image (laughs) (laughs) next time i I think you need to bring knee pads (laughs) (laughs) i don't really know what part of me like enjoys it I, i always like thought about it and been like is it because I'm so dominating in my life that I feel like I need direction or I need someone to tell me what to do? And basically having like the power to do what they want. So what you're saying here is that you like the feeling of not having to be in control. Yes. It's sort of that. It's the feeling not of not being in control that turns me on, basically. I think for me, it's like I like being in control constantly. So in bed, I like to continue that control process. So I think I'm more of a dominant person. Mm-hmm. But I understand that feeling of like not wanting to be in control, like 
like we talked about being on a roller coaster. It's like, you don't know what's going to happen. You're like, whoa. Whoa. (laughs) See, I like not being in control in all senses of my life because (laughs) my life is currently out of control. And I like being out of control in bed. Interesting question. What distinguishes kink and not kink? What distinguishes something from being plain old vanilla Mm -hmm. and something being spicy? Spicy. Mm -hmm. For me, it's like kink is just basically something that's abnormal. The reason why I found out that it was a kink is because I was afraid to bring it up with someone because I was scared of their reaction. So I was basically scared that they're going to think like, oh, I'm crazy because it's not something normal people talk about or it's not something that you see on media. Um, basically, you see that romanticized version of what sex is supposed to look like, a missionary. Like, of course, you got sometimes you got your doggy style put in there. So it's become <laughs> such a normalized thing. I found out that with my most recent partner, it was distinguished as kink because of the fact that he brought up something that was at least abnormal to me and not new, something that I don't know about. And I was okay, I felt okay to talk about the things that I don't usually feel okay talking about with other partners. He, out of the random, mentioned, like, we're talking about sex, and he mentioned how he wanted to be pegged. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, what? Wait, what? And I was like, for me, I'm, like, really open to doing anything. Don't knock it till you try it, right? Basically, he's been exposed to different types of sex, and he's not afraid to be like, oh, I want to get pegged and not like stereotyping like, oh, no, that's 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 not me because I'm straight and blah, blah, blah. So because he was so open to that, I felt OK to talk about like, oh, do you want to choke me? Do you want to spank me? Do you want to <laughs> fist do, me? <laughs> do you want to fist me? <laughs> oh, it's like that cupcake song. Oh, I love that song. It goes something along the lines of like, fuck me, choke me. <laughs> oh. Please. This is Yancy's <laughs> anthem. You should listen yeah, to you it. Should. I, I need to listen to this I now. Think it obviously. was written for you. <laughs> She's an icon, as yeah. are you. <laughs> Can we talk about the progress of your fisting? So, like, yeah. what oh. was the first time putting a fist in your vagina like? So, it's a work in progress right now. So, I mentioned it to him and I was like, oh, um, have you like fisted anyone before? And he was like, no, I haven't. I'm like, he's like, why do you want to try? And I was like, do I say it? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> And then we proceeded to do it. And, of course, in the moment, we hadn't read anything about it. We were just like, we know somewhat of what it's supposed, to, what you're supposed to do. And we started doing it, and it went wrong because he went, like, to his knuckles. And I'm just like, okay, this is starting to hurt. Um, like, let's not do this. <laughs> um, but then that didn't stop me from wanting to do it again because the moment leading up before, like, the slight tinge of pain that was there was really good the sensation of like the fullness of his hands and fingers being inside of me was Mm. it was amazing and basically he would obviously was getting turned on by it so i was like (laughs) i think chris is getting hard (laughs) i think that's actually so fucking hot (laughs) when it got bad did you do research afterward did you like try to look up how to fist properly, what Mm -hmm. resources were helpful, you know, like, what guided you through the process of it not hurting? So then I did my own research because I wanted to do it on my own time and then figure out places that also took in the girl's perspective because there will be, like, there might be some pain and it's, like, getting pleasure from that. And I took that information and then I was going to basically relay it back to him and see whatever he found and whatever he learned about it because he was really interested in trying it again. So I'm curious, 
how often do things go awry when you're exploring your kinks? And then how do you communicate around that to try it again? Um, I just think you have to have, have a really good open communication with the person. The reason that I'm so willing to try new things out with this person that even though I know might bring pain is because I trust this person a lot and I've talked to this person and understand the consensual portion of it. And they also understand that I have the right to say no. A lot of my previous partners, the kink arise because they wanted to do it. So I just went with the flow. They had the control over what we did and I didn't. So I think right now, since it's so mutual, um, mutual control, we both have the ability to talk about it and we both listen to each other. Also, he's like a great listener. So amen to that. <laughs> exactly. And if That's you're fine. like out of control, you're still in control of your body. Exactly. For people, for college students in particular mm -hmm. who are exploring kink or looking to explore kink, what have you learned? What mistakes have you made? What things would you want other people to know? I think what I would like other people to know is just even in hookup culture, there can be consensual situations and there could be talking and communication. And for me, I didn't know that. I thought hookup culture is just like one time thing. But then eventually I ended up with two partners, one of two years and one of one year. So you could build stuff up from consensual like hookups that become long-term things but the most important part that like is really necessary is just the ability to talk about kink stuff if this person isn't willing to talk about it or isn't willing to listen don't go in that arena of kink kinkiness with that person because it's not worth it eventually you'll find out that a lot of other college students even male female queer trans whatever some of them have kinkiness and if you open up about it and they're responsive about it, then it could lead to very awesome sensations that you could explore <laughs> in college. Thank you for being on the show, Yancy. Thank oh. you for sharing your time with us and sharing your sexy, sexy stories. Oh, thank you for having me. I hope you can fit the whole fist in soon. Oh, yes. It's posted. <laughs> <laughs> Today on the show, we also have Amir Amirian. Amir is a third year majoring in money, minoring in snoring studies, and he is also my roommate. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so what are you into, Amir? Uh, I'm really into dom sub play. So I love being the sub in like, any situation. I really want the other guy to like, make decisions on like what we're going to do and just like basically like move me around in terms of physical, like pushing me around, moving me around, and also just saying things that are like, like I'm in charge of you, I control your body, and me saying things like, oh yeah, like you own my body, like you decide when I like get pleasure, that's my favorite. I love getting to that mental state of like them controlling me. Do you like being called derogatory things? Uh, yeah, definitely. I feel like the most common thing is like, oh, like, are you, like you're my little bitch. And I'm like, yeah, like, I, I, I really like that. Why don't you like it when I insult you? <laughs> because you're annoying. And you always, you insult me 24 seven. So it's not in like little concentrated bits. <laughs> it's also not sexy when I do it. Exactly. <laughs> it's just mean. So what about being the little bitch turns you on so much? Um, so I guess in my personal life, I tend to dominate a lot. So like I, um, in terms of like family life, I grew up um, when I was young in like a single parent household with me being like the oldest son. So I'm used to having to like take initiative, be very emotionally strong. And then in terms of things on campus, like role leadership roles, I'm very naturally fit into like leading a group. So when I get into an intimate situation, if I have to dominate again, like 
bring that to my romantic life, it doesn't feel sexy to me. It doesn't feel like anything is like challenging me, anything is changing. And so I like it when the other um, guy takes the initiative and like take plays a dominant role because that's like so sexy. I don't know, I just found it so sexy when I can like listen to someone else and be forced to do what someone else says. I think it connects to me being a giver in sex a lot. So I like to like um, kiss their nipples. I like to give them blowjob a lot. Um, so it just feeds into sort of like that mental state. So like when you enter some sort of sexual experience, um, I like that you change your mentality because it's different from normal life. I remember this guy I was like FW being with for a year. Um, he was going um, on like a long trip over winter break and I know he was like gonna have sex or whatever. And so we would like, like I would say like the last time we had sex with each other, I was saying like, he was saying like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna be like having sex with her guys and like you're not allowed to like see anyone uh, like, while, I'm, while I'm gone. I'm like, oh yeah, that's so, uh, like of course I would never do that. I hope they... <laughs> Like, I hope they, I, and I said to him, like, oh, I, I hope they, they better, like, treat you well. And if they, when you come back, I'll show you, like, how a real man would, like, service you. <laughs> you got the better end of that deal. <laughs> you lost out on that one. Um, talk about daddy son shit. Um, I've never, I would say the oldest person I've, like, hooked up with is, like, 28 or something like that. So I've never been able to do it in that role but I think that that type of porn just naturally fits into like dom sub is like when like the like dad who's like in charge basically is the one like saying like oh yeah like take this or like you know take this whatever people like to like I mean so my like uh dad passed away when I was younger and I have like a stepdad now and people want to like I always worry sometimes like is do I have daddy issues or anything like that and I don't think so <laughs> I like don't want to say that because and I don't think so um I don't even like the idea of my parents having sex so I could never imagine my parents in any type of like sexual situation uh, I just I just assume it has never happened. Uh, so I I don't think it's particularly like daddy son. I think it just fits into a really natural like dom sub relationship. But a lot of people think that being sub is actually the subversive way of gaining power because you're just making them do all this shit like to you. Um, do you feel like that you fall under that that you gain power from being the sub? I've heard of that, but in reality, I don't personally prescribe to that because I find. Like, my whole mindset is I find pleasure in, like, being dominated, the other person having power. Um, and so I'm all about, like, servicing the other person, like, being the giver um, in terms of, like, pleasure to the other person. So I get my pleasure and I get, like, turned on by seeing their face, like, their eye roll back or, like, like when I, uh, like, make them come. If I'm still, blow like, giving them a blowjob, like, them just, like, shivering or moaning. Like, I love that. I had the inner struggle about that, but especially because in life I'm very dominating too, very big feminist. And for me, it was like struggle between like, okay, is this right? There's always that like point of view that everyone pictures like, oh, if you're submissive, like you're not, you can't be a feminist if you're submissive. I'm like, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I could already say that. Um, but so me, I had the idea. So I created the idea like, oh, it is to somewhat extent. It's like consensual. So there's some power to it, especially since you're giving them that power to do it over you, so you're relinquishing the power that you have. Um, but then at the same time, I also found out that through that mindset, I couldn't enjoy it that much because I was like, okay, then if I have some power, it's not really dominating me. And I really, really, really liked the sensation of someone being really dominant. Okay, y'all. So we spilled the beans on what we like to do and what 
kinky stuff we have tried. How about y'all tell us about your kinkiness? Is there anything you'd like to say to those fraternity boys, Christopher? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Um, well, I mean, yeah. I, That's cool, right? <laughs> I am super into fraternity porn. Fuck me up, right? It's problematic and it's awful. But I like it, so here I am. Because I have this big, like, fear of heterosexual spaces and, like, mm. I hate, you know, locker rooms because they're this place where, like, I had to show my body, like, sports, I fucking hate them all. Like, <laughs> fraternities, everyone in there, like, I want to punch them. So, like, <laughs> when when I'm in this situation, like, part of it is kind of hot, too, of this taboo of, like, I don't fit in here, but they're all fucking me. And, like, something about that really turns me on. It's, like, this subversive way of, like, invading their space and just being really sexual in it, like... That makes me so horny. I watched this porn a couple months ago where it was like a daddy-son porn, and I never really watched that before. And, like, I watched it. So, long story short, it was, like, a stepfather. Yeah, that's what And a stepfather, like, starts fucking, like, his wife or whatever. And the son in this situation is hearing it, and he, like, it's like, oh, like, tossing and turning in bed. And the next morning, he sneaks into his parents' room, like grabs the guy's underwear from like his bag and starts sniffing it and starts jerking off. And then the dad's like, dad comes in after he takes a shower and he sees like, he sees the guy being like, fuck me, daddy, fuck me. And, and he starts like pulling out, he pulls out like the mom's dildo and he starts fucking the son with a dildo. Wow. And I was like, that's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm very vanilla in most situations, but you know what? Maybe I'll try Dom Sub sometime. Is there anything that you guys are gonna like try um, anytime soon that you guys are doing? <laughs> Finally fitting an entire fist in my vagina. <laughs> I wanna do more anal play with myself too, because I, I don't really do that very much. Like I bought them like what, a couple times before. And I don't know, it's something I'm usually in the dominant position. So I wanna do more like, like polar ends of the spectrum i want to be really sub at some point and try that out and then i want to be even more dominant because like i'm relatively dominant but it's always like to the extent of like oh like take it whatever but like i want to be like yeah take it thank you so much yancy and amir for coming on to hard and soft and giving us your spiel we love y'all love you too chris Rude. <laughs> I love you too, Joshua. I love you so much more. I'm definitely the softie. Yes, we got another one. Thank you so much for listening to Hard and Soft. We are a daily Californian podcast. Hard and Soft was produced by Ashley Grace Foe, Nathaniel Mahold, Charmaine Chong, Michelle Lee. Other staffers include Jessica Dong and Haruka Senju. Follow us on iTunes, give us five stars, and, you know, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hard and Soft Pod. Reject fake news. Subscribe to Hard and Soft on iTunes. <laughs> send us pitches to multimedia at dailycal.org. And send dick pics to me wherever you want. <laughs> Love you, bye. <laughs>